0: Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey
1: fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 24, titled Piggyback. My name is Sharon. I am your super Bluey fan, and I'm here with Tori, our Bluey newbie. Hello. Hello! Okay. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Today we are talking piggyback. You know, the thing your kid always wants you to do. And you're like, no, you're too big. <laughs> get off my <their laughs> shoulders. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> so before we get into the episode, let's start off pretending like you were for Disney Plus, And you're going to do a synopsis of this episode. How would you synopsis
1: piggyback? okay i have bingo asks for a piggyback ride during a family walk to the river it's entirely too many words tori okay but we said that they were using more words and i mine were too short and so nope. i tried to add more nope is it just bingo wants a piggyback ride very close oh my goodness gracious <laughs> bingo needs a needs a piggyback when she's too tired to walk okay Right in the middle. Right yeah. in the middle. Okay. I either go too long or too short. I like, yeah. haven't found that happy medium. That's okay.
0: We're only 24 episodes in. <laughs> I'm pretty confident by episode 52, yeah. you're going to be like nailing this. Okay. Nailing it. On the website, the official Bluey TV website, this is episode 18. And it says, the healers are taking a late afternoon walk along the esplade, which I 100% just said about. When Bingo decides she's too tired to walk any further and needs a piggyback.
1: Nice. They always yes. do a beautifully long one. Beautifully,
0: beautifully long one. Yes. And I noticed this time they they took it from here. All the words in the Disney Plus synopsis are in the official Bluey TV description. Interesting. Yes. So, Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> needs. You know, needs. A. A. Piggyback. <laughs> And then it says, when, when, she's too tired to walk, but the not any further, and, like, <laughs> they just kind of pick and choose from it. So, what did you think about this episode?
1: I really liked this one. Um, OMG, longest walk to the riverbank ever. Oh, my God. I'm like, how many longest, miles is this? I longest, like can't even tell.
0: Longest um,
1: But I really enjoy the simplicity. I, you know, I love like the different storytelling, and so I like the simplicity of the storytelling. Um, I did get super distracted by the backgrounds, and okay. I have lots of notes for you on that, on the background. Oh, okay. So we'll do that in cool. the app. We'll do that in app.
0: Okay. Sounds good. All right, so we're going to recap the episode and then talk about all these background notes that Tori has (laughs) while we're doing it. So we open, but not on the healer's house. What? What? Because most of the time it's opening on the healer's house Mm -hmm. or something at the house. So, but on another totally random house. And then we see Bluey scooter into the frame with mom, dad, and Bingo following behind. Bingo asks, how far is it? Because, you know, classic kid.
1: 20 miles, <laughs> spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> and Bandit says that they just left the holiday house. Because, as we all know, people that do not live in the United States call it a holiday. I know, I like that. Well, we call it a vacation.
1: Yeah, they are I, on, healers on vacation.
0: I like holiday. I do, too. I really like it, and I've used the term before. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, you're not British. (laughs) We go on vacations. I'm like, but can't we holiday? It just sounds more relaxing to go on holiday. It does. It sounds longer and more relaxing than a vacation.
1: And holiday house has a nice ring to it.
0: Yeah, it does. Right? Okay. However, we soon find out that Bingo's legs are tired. Her little legs are tired. So Banda asks if she's just banging it on. Which, here's our Aussie-American translation.
1: <laughs> because I was, like, banging it on. Oh. What? I actually have a lot of Aussies in this one, and I miss that one.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's kind
1: of like slang. Okay. Banging it on. Yeah, Americans would make that dirty. Of course, Bingo insists that she can't go any further until
0: Bluey tells her that there's an ice cream truck to which she quickly zooms away. <laughs> and that's when we get the title card. How much further is it? You only just left the holiday house. My legs are tired. Are they really tired or are you just banging it on? They're really tired. I can't go any further. But unfortunately, the ice cream truck is closed. We learned that the family is just going up to the river and back which Bingo thinks is so far away, so far away. Oh, her and her little legs are so far away. (laughs) Just like Bandit, Bingo is also tired and says that she just can't walk another step. Until Bluey spots a witchity grub family that is making a line across their path. Now I'm going to stop here because it says witchity grub Mm -hmm. when you look at the closed caption and there are such things as ichide grubs but i've also heard them called itchity grubs okay and when i was doing my research it came up more as itchity grubs so i'm thinking it's just one of those weird close captioning things where they it it sounds so close yeah that they added the wh Could instead be. of it just being itchity because you know accents and things yeah <laughs> another dog comes up with a stroller but they lose their pacifier when it goes up and over the grubs. So mom and dad come back into the frame and mom asks Bingo if she can run the pacifier back, which, you know, of course she does. Cause her legs are only tired <laughs> within certain situations. So she does. And the girls come back into the frame, but Bingo is strutting along until bandit asks her if she's tired. She says yes. And then you can see her walk changing. I thought that was really clever, That is clever, But she comes back, and she's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and Bandit reminds her, and she goes, oh, yeah, my legs are (laughs) tired. Oh. And her whole, her posture, her demeanor totally changes. And are you going to shout out the pelican? Because this is the point where they go past the giant
1: pelican. Oh, I have a whole thing on the pelican. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to talk about it now or later? Okay. Okay. So as I was keeping a tally of everything they were walking by, there is a giant pelican. And I w- we know that Bluey does a really good job of being authentic to Brisbane as a location. Yeah. So, of course, I was super curious because they're clearly on vacation, so they're probably not in Brisbane. I looked it up, and it is, in fact, an actual thing. Well, it assuming is. that what I found is correct. Um, it is the Big Pelican.
0: Yeah. And it
1: is a Big Pelican, Pelican boat hire. So, it was built in circa 1977 um, in Noosa Council's workshop. Um, As a float for the Festival of the Waters Parade, um, the Pelican was an appropriate choice for the float as it was the emblem for the Noosa Council. So anyway, they built it for a parade and then it became became kind of known for the area and they would move it to different locations. They would use it for the parade in multiple years. And now I think it just kind of sits in one place. Um, But it is associated with like a boat rental. So it is um, about two hours north of Brisbane. So their vacation is not too far from home.
0: I think that's great. I have all the notes in here about the penguin. It's like a fact. But I love that you like looked it up because we're like so used to. Yeah, them doing for real life things. Yeah, around. I was like, this. Ha- I mean, yeah.
1: it was so specific. Everything else it's was like very specific. Everything else was like benches, mm-hmm. pergola, gazebo, barbecue bench, pergola, barbecue, and then all of a sudden, this giant pelican. I'm like, this must be here for like a certain reason.
0: Yes, because it's in a very specific area, mm-hmm. and if you actually look at the map of the area, it kind of like, stops a little bit, and then you have a, like, a waterway kind of mm-hmm. coming out into the rest of the air
1: here. Yep. Let me see if I
0: can pull up the pictures. So oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Away.
1: Yeah, I can see yeah that.
0: Cool. So they do, this is definitely one of those for real life, mm-hmm. for real life things that they have in Australia. To keep Bingo going, next Bandit decides to have her grab some pine cones from a tree up the way to bring them back to Chile, because, you know. Chili needed some pine cones. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. After the girls have some fun whacking the tree, they see a bin chicken that they chase after before scaring mom and dad by hiding behind what looks like a little mini power station.
1: I call those barbecues.
0: You call those barbe you call that a barbecue?
1: Yeah, because they, they use a
0: lock on it.
1: They use that same thing several times. And then sometimes there's people standing there cooking and sometimes so I I just called them like barbecues with people, barbecues without people. Oh. Yeah.
0: I don't think I noticed that. (laughs) I was trying to recap like what they were doing and not the background. It was the background. It was the background. Oh. I love how you decided to take on the background in this episode. (laughs) Thank you for that. I was fascinated. But did you notice that they call it a bin chicken? I did.
1: I did notice that. A
0: callback. And as we know from Mm -hmm. previous episodes when we've talked about it, bin chickens is another name for an ibis that are very, very prevalent in Australia.
1: Fin chicken, Yeah!
0: Chicken. <laughs> yeah. chicken. So Bingo starts to complain again, this is like the 18th time, about how she just can't keep going. So mom suggests that they play chariots, which involves Chili taking palm fronds and wrapping it around the scooter essentially making her the horse pulling the chariot
1: she does it fun a little horse hop too she
0: does now here's my thing with this that must be a pretty sturdy palm frond to be able to pull the weight of the scooter and the child without like cracking or breaking
1: I feel like pieces would break off but the main core of it I think would hold would
0: probably hold yeah but yeah
1: it would be a mess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like pieces would fall off and then you're like going on over yeah, an yeah. and yeah. stuff but Bluey decides to race the chariot and when she starts to gain on them Bingo uses her two tired legs to help propel the chariot forward next dad and Bluey race to the bubbler which we all know again is a water fountain and a callback from your One of your favorite episodes, Spike. Yes. So they mentioned the bubbler. There is a lot, again, there's a lot happening on the way.
1: There is.
0: (laughs) Like to even get there. So it does. It makes it seem like it's a a very long walk for them Mm -hmm. because I think there's so many points and so many things happening along the way. So after a few false starts, Bingo lays down on the ground and we get a great moment with mom who points out the fact that she's noticed that Bingo's legs don't seem to get as tired when she's having fun. Huh. Hmm. 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 Bingo says that she wants to also notice this. <laughs> so mom shouts, gingerbread man. Bingo gets up and starts running away saying, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Like over and over again. As Bluey then tries to to catch the gingerbread man and then dad the friendly fox also tries to catch the gingerbread man and i think you got to make sure you don't get this confused with the kindly fox (laughs) that dad was yes from blue mountains which arguably i hate to say it is probably the worst episode of blue stuff (laughs) but this time he's the friendly fox there you go Until suddenly she finds herself at the riverbank and they're there. Amazing. Just like that. Like no time has passed. (laughs) So dad, who is still in character, offers her a piggyback back to the holiday house, which Bingo refuses because she doesn't want to be eaten by the friendly fox. I mean, she learned her lesson Mm -hmm. after what happened to mom in the Blue Mountains. (laughs) That's true. So Bluey runs after Bingo and mom decides to take Bandit up on his offer for a piggyback. Mm -hmm. She like jumps on him and he already has the scooter and the helmet in Mm -hmm. his hands and then it's like NC. Very nice. Yes.
1: So I think they both get the parenting award because they both Oh my gosh. So much work. Of work. Whether
0: it was coming up with random games to keep Bingo going Mm -hmm. or it was them taking turns carrying yes. the scooter and bingo's helmet There, there is a lot happening or them just running
1: yeah well it's a classic case of like you do it to wear out the kid like i imagine bandit and chili are hanging out the holiday house like hey if we want to have a nice romantic evening we gotta wear these kids out so they fall asleep oh i know let's walk to the riverbank so yeah. their goal is to wear the kids out but then they accidentally also wear themselves out <laughs>
0: It does. It does happen a lot. Okay, so let's talk about what was happening in the background. Since
1: okay, so I watched it, and as I was watching it, I kept finding myself being distracted by the background. So I was like, okay, focus on the action, and I'll watch it again and make note of everything else. So that's what I did. So I watched it a second time. You're learning immediately I like that. after because well because I was distracting myself by the background. So I was like, okay. I'm just going to do a second watch for the background so I can stop worrying about it now. So, I just kept track of everything in the background.
0: Okay. What do we got?
1: Um, so, on the list, I have boat, bench, trash cans, dock, gazebo, table and chairs, pergola, barbecue, giant bird statue, jet skis, jet ski rental place, ice cream shop, and fishing boat rental place. So, nice. of all those things, what do you think there was the most of?
0: The things you said are barbecues.
1: <laughs> um, so let's see. So the number one thing was boats. Oh, uh, because there were a lot of boats in the background. Some were parked and some were going by. So yes. there were nine boats. Okay. Nine benches. Okay. Seven trash cans, four docks, three gazebos, three table and chairs, sometimes with people, sometimes without, two pergolas. One barbecue, you know what, I think it was two, two barbecues with someone cooking, three barbecues without people cooking, a giant bird statue, one, three jet skis, one jet ski rental place, one ice cream shop, and one fishing boat rental place.
0: Oh (laughs) my goodness. They had a lot of work in this episode. Yeah, There is a lot of heavy lifting, I think, <laughs> by the art department. Because here's the other thing. The characters are also moving yeah. the entire time. So the scenery has to continue to shift. Mm-hmm. They're moving one way. Everything's moving another way. And then you have all the talking and the walking. Yeah. I and feel like it's a pretty intense episode Yeah, for everyone who works on it. And
1: just for the record, I didn't count every time I saw it. I counted what they passed. So, for example, there was a couple times where, like, Bingo and Bandit would stop and have a conversation and then keep walking. So I wouldn't count that bench again if I knew it was within. I tried to, like, keep a reality of, like, where things were so that it wasn't like, oh, I saw it at one angle, I saw it at another angle. So I made sure it's a true count. So it's not how many times I saw the items, how many were actually there. Wow. Because it's real, right?
0: Because it is real. <laughs> I am super impressed.
1: Yeah. It, um, it was a weird thing to enjoy, but I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> hey, that's what Blue is all about. It's just enjoying, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. enjoying the episodes. There's, again, something in there for adults, something in there for kids, yeah. something in there for you. That's right. Which is all the things in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you have any for real life moments from this episode? Um.
1: I love the fact that the whole walk, they are like tricking the children or trick tricking bingo, really. Yes. Um, So it's like, how many different ways can I distract the kid? So it's like, oh, go get this. Oh, go get that. So I feel like Um, the technique of using games and just different things to distract from like, that is like, to me for real life. Like I do that with my kids all the time. Like why, like if we're have a long way to the doctor's office or something is taking a really long time, it's like, okay, what can I use to distract? Like, Oh, look over here. Oh, look at this fun book. Oh, go do that. Like that parenting technique, but I guess we'll call it the distraction parenting technique. Mm -hmm. So that kind of just that overarching was kind of my for real life.
0: I agree with all of that, and what's great is that Chili calls it out,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: Bingo says, "Oh, can I notice that as well?" So yeah. You can notice it. Yeah, you can. You can partake. Like, let's let's make you a little bit more self aware.
1: Yeah, that was cute. So I
0: really like that. As I said, mine is the turbo boost. Oh, that's right. So after this, my son always wanted at the time. He had a bike with training wheels on it. Mm-hmm. So he'd be walking and that type of stuff. And then he'd say, Mommy, I need a turbo boost. I need a turbo boost. And then I would hold on to the back. I'd say, Five, four, three, two, one, turbo boost. And I'd like push him real far. Mm-hmm. And then he would start pedaling and stuff again. So now that he is learning to ride a bike without the training wheels and that type of stuff, and he's scootering more, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't do turbo boosts because it's a little bit harder. Yeah. It's easier when you can just kind of like push the back of the bike mm-hmm. with the training wheels on, but he used to do that all the time. And I'm like, but, <laughs> but the turbo boost like, you're down to one turbo boost because mommy's <laughs> arms are getting tired. I'm getting tired. It's an itchy tea grub family. Oh, hello, little itchy grubs. They're out for a walk. I wonder if their legs like, get tired from walking too. Oh, no. Oh, no. So be oh. Look out for the grubs. Mm. All right, so I do want to again talk about those little grubs because yes. I remember, I remember seeing this and being like, "What the heck are those?" Obviously, they're some sort of fuzzy caterpillar larva thing. Yeah, I was unfamiliar. It just looks what it was? Yeah, I think most people are. So there is a thing called a witchetty grub, W-I-T-C-H-E-T-T-Y, grub. And it's a term used in Australia for a large, white, wood-eating larva of several moths. Gross.
1: Gross. And those weren't white, but okay.
0: No, they weren't. So what's also interesting is that I did some additional research because I said, okay, is it that, again, we just in our American-ness as somebody was translating this, knowing that there's an accent, they just added the W on the front. Mm -hmm. And really there's no W. It's itchity grub. So an itchety grub is a thing as well. Scientifically speaking, itchety grubs are processionary caterpillars. The larva of the bag shelters the moth. When they're hungry, they leave their nest in a procession with each caterpillar leaving a strand of silk for the next one to follow. And then I had found a video that kind of showed them on the road, which is really cool. So I will link that. But the reason they're called itchety grubs is that all the little hairs on them, like if you touch them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it will like hurt you. Uh, they kind of sting a little bit. Like they're not soft. Yeah. So it would irritate your skin, which, you know. itchy, no itchy. No touchy. So they very well could be almost the same thing. The fact
1: that they were in such a complete line, like there was no gap between them, kind of makes it sound like it's that.
0: Yeah. For real life. So I was like, that sounds terrible. But we also have caterpillars that are here that I think we've talked about before Mm -hmm. that will fall from the trees and they're very much the same thing. Like you, there's a specific time of year here in Florida in the spring that these like caterpillars come out and they can really irritate your skin because of the fine hairs on them. Yeah. They're not as big and fluffy as these, and they definitely don't follow each other on a trail, but similar, similar, mm-hmm. similar thing. So that's kind of our fact for the episode. Cause I was like, what the heck are those things? So they're <laughs> just making that up. So my favorite part was the gingerbread man. I just thought it was like, that was so cute. And then it changed the perspective, Mm -hmm. right? So this entire time it was pulled out, they were kind of in frame walking across. And then when they did the gingerbread man part, it was like head on and bingo was running towards the camera. So it was a change of perspective. I liked that. I liked the song i thought oh this could be a really
1: fun game and stuff to do so yeah i thought the change of perspective also helped them like zoom to the end yes because then it wasn't just like walkie 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 oh here it is it kind of gave a way to like make that more interesting Mm -hmm. it's the same perspective that that
0: they use when they're running down Down the hallway yeah and you're like this hallway is way too long for any normal house it's that you know perspective yeah definitely like that And then I do have to say, kudos to them. Great parenting moment for making your children wear helmets when they're on scooters. Yes. Because mine definitely does not like to wear a helmet when he's on a scooter or shoes. And I said, (laughs) you have to wear shoes. Why? Because if you fall off, you're going to scrape your feet just like on a bike. Yeah. But I'm scootering. Yeah, exactly. More (laughs) reason to wear shoes because you have to use one
1: foot on the ground. Kids. Kids. All right, anything else? Um, yeah, I thought the mom with the stroller when she came up just what was she listening to? I don't know. maybe a podcast. So that's what I was wondering. Like, so the words were not picked up picked up by closed captioning. Not. and I couldn't pick up exactly what the voice was saying because Bingo kept talking over it. Like you could pick yeah. up words, but like not like sentences. So I was thinking maybe a podcast, but the voice was so robotic. And it wasn't a phone call because she never talked back. Mm. But it was such a robotic voice. I was like, I don't know. I felt like there was like, they never do anything on accident. Yes. So I felt like there was like a background thing I was missing at that point. But (laughs) we'll just say it was a podcast. Um, But I thought that was kind of an interesting moment. Um, I also thought it was interesting from like the Aussie American translation perspective that piggyback is a word that everybody uses because to me piggyback like how is that universal like nothing about it is a piggy like it just it oh it made like, you think about the word yeah it made me phrase. think it made me think like piggyback a weird
0: phrase. It's
1: weird that it's universal. <laughs> like, you would think that they yes. would call it something different. Yeah. Because it was like, there's nothing intuitive about the word piggyback. No, so how really are we using it. this globally? I feel like they should have, like, a different. I just felt like there should be an Aussie translation for piggyback. It's just interesting that we all use this, like, bizarre phrase.
0: It is kind of a bizarre phrase. So piggyback is an adverb. And the definition of piggyback is up on the back and shoulders or on or as if on the back of another person. It could also mean the act of carrying piggyback, the movement of loaded truck trailers on a railroad flat car. It could also be an adjective. Okay, so it could actually be an adverb, a noun, an, an adjective or a verb. Holy moly. Who um, knew this amazing, about piggyback?
1: Amazing. Not me. Amazing.
0: Uh, As for the origin of the word, it says that it started, it was first used in the 16th century as an adverb. But it comes from a phrase of unknown origin. So they think that it's, it refers to goods used to be transported in packs that people would either carry on their back or the backs of animals.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And they think that it may have started as more of a Picky back, like pick, like picky back.
1: Like oh, P I C K. Got it.
0: But I mean, interesting. When you, when you try to look it up, it, it most things say it's some sort of unknown origin. Okay. But it's because they would put things on the backs of animals. I don't recall ever seeing in history using A pigs. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just, normally like mules and things like that. But yeah. it's you know it's, it's yeah. just
1: one of those weird words. Yeah, that, it's just interesting. Yeah. For
0: sure. All right. Anything else? Last thoughts? Piggyback.
1: Um. No, my overarching takeaway from this episode is, like, the simplest things can, like, be fun family activities and, like, a good core memory for your kids. Like, yes. something as simple as a walk. Um. Like, because my daughter and I walk the dog a lot. And this was kind of, like, that moment of being, like, yeah, these, like, silly little games that we play when we walk the dog, like, really are impactful and are a place where you can have learnings and memories and that kind of thing. So it was just kind of a nice bluey message overall.
0: Always. There's always an opportunity with bluey. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and joining us this week. Make sure you come back next week when we talk about season two, episode 25, Double Babysitter. Thanks. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod. That's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallifeperiodpod at gmail.com. Have a great day.